Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Love Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ezzy Spencer. I'm an author, a coach, and I help brilliant, magical women to create love. So I help women to create unconditional love and self-acceptance, have a lot of fun dating, and to become irresistible to the love that they long for. And a lot of the women that I work with have become extremely good at telling themselves that maybe their life is good enough as it is, maybe the love that they have always ached for actually is not uh, possible for them in this lifetime, or maybe they're just not cut out for a relationship in this lifetime, or maybe it's a symptom of codependency to even want to be in a relationship. These are some of the things that I hear from some of the clients that I work with or people who are curious about working with me. There's oftentimes a reclaiming process, a reclaiming of what is actually true for you in your heart and a real reclaiming of the possibility of being able to create that love in your life and to do it now, like to do it sooner rather than later. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to dive into this set of themes through the lens of the question, is dating the same as looking for a job? And so... It's actually a mistake that I see in dating with many of the women that I work with or many of the women that I'm in conversation with. It's a mistake that I see. I touched on this in an IG reel that I did recently. And the mistake that I see is that people give up too soon. And so whilst dating is not the same as looking for a job on one level, right? Because the ultimate goal of looking for a job is you know, it's to do with your career, right? It's around money and it might also be around having a sense of purpose. Um, and the goal for dating is love and connection and, you know, coming into uh, a situation of intimacy or coming into a partnership with someone, you know. Um, so they're different goals, you know, different outcomes. Dating is not the same as looking for a job on that level. However, I think that what we can take from the job seeking process can support us with an important mindset shift in dating. Because if we think about the process of applying for a job, we'd never think that, hey, you know what, like, I'm just going to sort of sit here on the sidelines, I'm going to spend a couple of years researching potential places that I'd like to work. And then, you know, only when I'm really sure, like, really, really, really sure that I want to work for that organization, might I prepare just one job application and put it in. And you know what, if I don't hear anything back, then I'm going to tell myself that the job is not right for me and that jobs aren't possible anymore. And, you know, it's so disappointing that it didn't work out with that organization or that organization never got back to me. Or, you know, I had one interview and then they declined me after the first interview and I never got a second interview. Or I went on a few interviews in an interview series and I felt like it was really going to come together. And then it turned out at the end that I didn't get picked for the position. You know, we'd never go through a conclusion that work is not for us or, you know, our career is doomed. And so 
Or if you have the luxury of doing that, then you'd better have a wealthy benefactor, you know, or someone who's paying your way in life, right? You know, it's just going to be helpful to then apply a similar mindset to the dating process, yeah? So what you would more likely do through the job searching situation is that you'd probably be researching a bunch of different organizations. You'd probably be preparing a bunch of different applications and putting those applications in and going through the process. And if you're not getting any interviews and you probably go to a resume writing workshop, you probably learn how to present yourself in a way that's going to make you desirable to a potential employer and bookmark that, right? Because obviously we don't want to get into performance mode. Ultimately, what we want to do whenever we're looking for a job or whenever we're dating is we want to ensure that we are coming into a situation where there is the right match where there is a reciprocation, right? So, you know, you're wanting to come into an employment situation where you are delivering services that are going to be valued by the organization. And then the organization is going to respond to your delivery of services by appropriate remuneration, which of course in the job context is going to be financial, but it's going to be a reciprocal give and flow of energy, right? For that to be a sustainable and rewarding relationship for you both. And an organization is incentivized to want to keep employees who have high integrity, who are aligned with the values of the organization, who are able to work towards whatever the objectives of the organizations are. If it's a for-profit organization, then obviously they're going to want to be keeping employees who are going to support uh, the profit motive of that organization. If it is a non-profit organization, then of course an organization is going to be incentivized to keep on board someone who is ideologically aligned with whatever the mission of that nonprofit organization, right? You know, those are just a couple of examples, you know, but the organization is actually really incentivized to bring the right people on board and then to ensure the retention of those right people as long as there is that alignment between goals, between values and in, you know, the service delivery, right? And in the same way, as we all know, like looking for a job is a little bit of work. So if you are in the right place, and you are being met in all of the ways and the salary is right, then employees are incentivized to continue to stay in a particular organization. Yeah, like that's where it works in a beautiful way in terms of reciprocal flow naturally inside of a romantic relationship we're talking about a different flavor of reciprocal flow but of course there also is going to be give and take there's going to be alignment with values there's going to be a shared vision and a shared commitment to the future together and I think you can see (laughs) that not just isn't about looking for a job, but it's also about looking for the right job, which is going to be uh, really supportive, sustainable, rewarding, fulfilling, and allows both parties or a party and an entity in the case of an organization, of course, you know, but which allows everybody involved in a situation to flourish and thrive. That's the ideal outcome. Yeah. So if you're not doing well, if you're not finding those organizations, if you're not finding that you're getting the jobs for those organizations, this brings me back to my point, like you go to a resume workshop, right? Like you'd probably get a little bit of coaching around how you might position yourself and how you may position your career journey or the arc of the body of work, you know, and, and of course, you know, if you're in business and you're working with clients, then one of the things that you would ensure that you're doing is that you have the appropriate sales and marketing skills in order to communicate the value of your service or offering to people who would benefit from that delivery of service. Yes. Yeah? So, you know, it's like 
the kind of situation where you would keep going and you would reach out for support, knowing that if you are getting knocked back, there may be ways that you can really polish up how it is that you are showing up, or you can ensure that you're putting in the applications to the types of organizations that are really going to value you or will be well suited to you given your personality, your skills, your experience, and what your desires are for the future, yeah? And then similarly, if you're finding that you are going for interviews, but you're not getting asked back for a second interview, or you're not getting the job offered to you after an interview or after a series of interviews, if this becomes a pattern, then you're going to want to get to the bottom of what that is all about. And so you're going to want to ask for feedback, for example, of the organization. If you really thought that this was in the bag with the organization and then you didn't get the job, then you're going to want to be reaching out and being proactive and asking them, hey, what could I improve? Or what was the basis for this decision? You know, what can I learn from this experience? How can I grow? Because ultimately what I want is to be successful. You know, you'd probably be asking peers or colleagues around you for that support, or you'd be getting some coaching about how it is that you are presenting, or maybe some purpose coaching to ensure that your heart is really in the process that you are picking the right organizations to go for. Okay, (laughs) so with all of that being said, I think you can tell where this is going, which is what I see is that so many women that I work with get so disappointed with the person that they date, who they really like, who ends up not being available or not being ready for what it is that they want. Or after they've gone on a few dates and perhaps have got into some early attachment or they've got infested with their heart, which by the way is so understandable because again, I want to emphasize like when you are dating someone, like it's, it's, it's not, it's not the same as a commercial transaction, right? You know, our hearts are involved, you know, and we do want to be open, but it's a real art in terms of staying open and really connecting with someone in a genuine way, but still being really anchored in ourselves and being clear on what it is that we are filtering for and knowing that we may need a little bit of time to see whether the other person is willing and able to show up for us and willing and able to create the type of relationship and the type of life that we want to create, yeah? So there may be a little bit of due diligence that we need to do in order to ensure that there is that shared vision, there are those shared values, as well as having the connection in the three core areas that I speak about in Relove through the lens of the gemstone keys, which is around having that physical connection, that romantic and heart connection, as well as having that sense of companionship, that friendship connection over time. And there are particular ways that I support women to filter for a way that's going to be really in alignment with their own unique love blueprint. Like there are no cookie cutter answers about what that looks like or what that means. There is always the direction back to you in terms of your own blueprint as to what is going to have you fully come alive and flourish inside of relationship. This is a whole process that I take people through in the Relove method as we go through wheel one, which is the curriculum, which is the self-love process. This is the heroine's journey into self-love. It's a mythical journey, which we go through inside of Relove. And then of course we take this onto the court, right? Because it's one thing to do this due diligence inside of our bedroom. But then as soon as we start actually dating people in real life, and we start to see how some of the information that we've elicited from the 
from within is playing out on the court, then we start to come into a next level clarity as to what it is that we actually need inside of a partnership for that relationship to be really loving and healthy and nourishing and something that can go the distance. And most people who come into Relove really do want to call in that big love. You know, they're wanting to step into a relationship with someone with whom they can build. You know, it's like most of the people that I work with are in incredibly earnest and sincere about what it is they want to create in their life and they simply don't have the time or the energy to put their heart through the shredder again and so what is really important is to stay on the wheel and when I'm talking about the wheel here I'm talking about wheel two in the relove method there is a graphic of that over on my website asyspencer.com or on my instagram asyspencer if you want to go and take a look and see what it is that I'm talking about and so what I often find and this is the mistake that I see that people make in the dating process What I often find is that people turn the wheel a little bit too fast. So they might meet someone who is really gorgeous and charming and who on the surface seems like there is a beautiful connection or an alignment. And that might all be true, you know, but I find that my women often tend to get so excited and spin the real wheel, sorry, really quickly around to spoke six, which is what we call the garden in the Relove Method. And this is a stage in the process where we're really deepening into that inquiry around compatibility. So rather than just falling into relationship in an ad hoc way, just because of is there and the chemistry is great and you really like each other and all of those kind of things you know we do want to go through this filtering process to ensure that we have the double trifecta the three keys as well as the three v's and this is an ongoing inquiry that occurs at spoke six on the wheel which does take a little bit of time as you go through this deeper dating process with someone and what i find is that women get so excited you know understandably because they've met someone awesome after what has been a real dry spell you know someone is really showing up and pursuing and saying all of the right things and the energy is there and the vibe is great and you know we we, we sort of get into early attachment or we get into fantasy even inside of our heads and we start getting into the place of like oh yes I could live in this place and I could move there and you know and maybe it's okay that he only wants two kids and I want six or whatever it is you know I'm using a couple of examples but I think you know what I'm talking about which is that we get excited which is really natural and we spin the wheel a little bit too fast like we spin over to spoke number eight which is the secret garden which is a relove vernacular for that beautiful um, decision to step into a more exclusive and committed partnership with someone with the presumption for a future together but we spin the wheel over there a little bit prematurely before the other person has really demonstrated that they are willing and able to go there with us you know and so then what I find is that women get so disappointed or they get really crushed and then they just assume that love is not possible for them they assume that hey it's just too painful like they can't deal with it you know they've been duped and you know they're just not going to be able to continue to to go in this process like it's much easier at that point for a lot of women to manage their expectations and their disappointment and their hurt and to pull back and to come into some of that positive self-talk which can be good you know my life is good as it is you know I don't need a partner to be happy you know it's really much more important to like become the one than look for the one and all of that is true like don't get me wrong you know that's really positive and if we're just saying that in order to protect ourselves from further hurt then the cost of that in the long term may be to deprive ourselves of what our heart is really deeply desiring and so to come back of course to the title of the episode is dating like looking for a job 
right? And I mean, no on one level, but also if we can apply some of the mindset perspective of looking for a job in the context of what we have right now in the dating app land, which is that we have so much more supply than ever before. And everybody on the dating apps has that same level of supply. There are so many people out there right now looking for love. And that is the case regardless of where you live or what your age is. Looking for love is a core part of the human condition. And one of the things that I have seen over the last couple of years, and the research bears this out, is that during the pandemic, people have been through collectively a real reorientation around their values and their priorities. And more people than ever before are using the dating apps in a very sincere way to find long-term partnership, much more than ever before on the dating apps. Yeah. And so what we want to do is we want to apply some of that mindset of looking for a job to the dating process. And sure, it may seem like it's robbing us of a little bit of romance. Like I totally get it. However, it's also responding to the reality of the current moment. And the thing is, is that we have had a major technological disruption. And that major technological disruption has affected every single person in every single area of their lives. And dating is no exception. That is the reality of life in 2022. And you can like it or not, you can say it's right or it's wrong, you know, and I totally get it. And if what it is that you want is deep and meaningful connection, you can also choose to roll with it and learn the skills that are going to support you to get back on the wheel. And that's the real love wheel as my clients will, you know, will hear me speak about. It's like, get back on the wheel. And I'm not suggesting that you jump back into a rebound if you've gone through one of those situations where you've met someone, you've turned the wheel to spoke six, you've really, really liked them, and then it turns out, you know, that they're just not ready for a relationship. I'm not suggesting that you just get back onto the apps the next day. Actually, what I'm suggesting that you do is that you treat yourself with a huge amount of gentleness and care and patience and love, that you really are tender and slow and gentle with yourself through that process and ensure that you do have your self-love toolbox there because this is one of the reasons why we have wheel one the self-love wheel before we get to wheel two which are the stages of going to dating to relationship in relove it's because what we really want is for you to be committed to and deepening in your journey of self-love self-care and self-compassion whilst you go through the process of looking for love yeah it's vital that you have these two wheels spinning together if what you want is to have a fun and enjoyable process through the courtship experience yeah and so what we want is for you to be tending to your heart to be metabolizing your pain and then getting back onto the wheel in the same way that you would if you were looking for a job you got knocked back from your dream organization what you would most likely do if you were really dedicated to continuing to follow your dreams, if you were dedicated to continuing to ensure financial independence for yourself, to continue your career growth and to be connected to your purpose and the impact and the contribution that you can make to the planet, you would get help. You'd figure out what went wrong and you would continue to grow and you would continue to put yourself out there and the right match will come for you at the right time if you demonstrate a growth mindset and emotional resilience and emotional maturity through the process. I know that love is possible for you. I know that it is possible for you. And so if you accept that, if you take the attitude of like, cool, maybe I can upskill 
And maybe I can use this as an opportunity to deepen into relationship with myself at the same time as honoring what is true for me, what my dreams really are. Then you have the best shot of being able to step into a beautiful relationship with someone sooner rather than later. So my invitation to you, beauty, is get the help that you need. Get back onto the wheel, not by pushing or forcing or hustling yourself, not by bypassing your emotions, but by ensuring that you have the toolkit to be able to metabolize the pain and the suffering, the hurt and the disappointment, which is a portal into greater love. It really is. If you allow it to be. If you allow it to be. If you'd like my help with this, then know that the Relove curriculum is designed exactly for this. It's a beautiful self-love curriculum. And we also have live calls which help you with very much the practical side of things. So like I said before, Wheel 1, which is all about self-love, that's the heroine's journey into self-love. As well as Wheel 2, which is all about spinning the wheel, how to go from dating to relationship, which is all about the pro-dating technique. You can think of these like two wheels on a bike. Like, imagine how much fun it can be just gliding down the road when you've got the two wheels turning smoothly. Like, this is how you have fun in the dating process. And this is how you become irresistible. We are enrolling at the moment. We kick off in October. I have all of the details over on my website, ezzyspencer.com. Go and check out those details and feel free to connect with me on Instagram, ezzyspencer, and you're welcome to DM me if you'd like to connect and see whether the program is the right match for you and whether this is the right time to do it, then feel free to reach out. If this is resonating with you, I trust you, I trust your intuition, and I know you've got this.